Driving on sunny days, we can skate. I got a place for you. This home that you put effort in, you told me it was made for two. The chances I would take for you to show you we're unbreakable. Every time we bonding, and when I'm in trouble, you get me out just like a bondsman and kiss me in my sleep. When you feel them tears on my shoulder, you may weep. Even if it takes you weeks, I'll provide you what you need, for better or worse. At times we have broken up, but still made it work. For what it's worth, half of your burdens, I'm going hope you hold that. It's relational, so I know that the soul match. Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another episode of. It's relational. And on this episode, oh boy, Danny, I know we always say the term special guest, right? Yeah, because everybody's a special guest. Right, right, right. However, however, today's guests, plural, are half man, half woman, half amazing, right? I have to, I have to go in, if you know anything about, you know, the prior episode that you listened to, you know, how much I've, you know, grown a love for the military and how I joined the military, we figured we'd take a step down memory lane and find out how I got into my journey of the military, which is to talk to the army recruiter himself. So if you want to love me or hate me because of that, blame him. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, you know, we have the utmost profound respect for this couple. Um, They've honestly been such, you know, pivotal, you know, icons in our life, kind of helped us along the way. Um, You know, half the couple I'll mention, Alex, um, is, is, well, is, was my army, you know, mentor, right? We always kind of have mentors and coaches. He was really my army mentor. So everything I knew in the army, all my back way around the roads, everything was because of him. So I big him up and I appreciate him for that so much. Along the way, we got to meet his wife, Tosh, and a lot of his mercy. Let her tell you something. You will catch the message instantaneously because yeah, that's how she Tosh, needs to Tosh is a natural born creature. Right. <laughs> she gets into your brain and she like makes you think like, you know what? I got to go right instead of left. <laughs> right, right. So forget Tosh 2.0. This is Tosh Talks. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tosh Talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we just love them so much. So we appreciate them jumping on the call one time or I guess the podcast one time with us. Um, I know there's a lot more to say for the intro, but they're they're kind of looking at me like, oh, what more you got? I got a lot more. Well, we're gonna hold it here. We're gonna hold it here. So without any further ado, Danny, let's welcome them up. So bring them up, bring them up, bring them up. <laughs> welcome, Alex and Tosh, Miss and Mrs. Williams. <laughs> thank, thank you for you. having yeah, us. Thank you both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you again for coming on with us. Obviously, you know, you guys took time out of your day. And, you know, everything just to kind of chat with us. Right. So we truly appreciate that. But Danny, I think it's only fair, right, that we kind of get to hear a little bit more about, you know, Alex and Tasha's story a little bit. You know, we already know it, but, you know, we just want to hear it again. So tell us how long you guys are married. You know, do you guys have any kids, um, career backgrounds and also, you know, how you met? You know, that's for the end. And um, who wants to go first? Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so me and Alex, we've been married for uh, nine years this year, eight years, and we have two children. Uh, we have a seven-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. Uh, they're amazing. Amazing. Too. And um, yeah, I don't know why I'm at a loss of words, but you know, <laughs> so, it, the flow will the flow will come. So, right, as Tosh said, we've been married for about, you know, eight years, um, going on nine. Um, We have, and again, we've really only been together maybe like six months, seven months outside of that. So we, you know, we didn't know each other for a great deal of time before getting married. Um, uh, With that being said, um, when we initially met or how we met, right, is um, Tosh worked at a boutique. I happened to be walking by the boutique the olympics were on mm-hmm. i was outside i was watching the olympics for like 45 minutes not me right, right. Okay. <laughs> and um she came out and was just like hey you know you can come inside it's a little weird been out here for like 45 minutes <laughs> you can come inside and watch it and, like have a seat on the couch and watch it um so I, we sat down or i sat down and i was watching the olympics and we we're talking and we talked, um, it might've been like three in the afternoon that, you know, I initially went in and the store closed at 11 and we talked all the way until 11, right. And just kind of, we, we made a friendship at that point. We were friends for a very, very, very short period of time. Oh, I don't know. 
a brief you know, uh, seven days. <laughs> seven days. Uh, but then, uh, you know, we started dating and, um, you know, again, we, we dated for a short period and I could say we dated, got married, you know, and started life together in less than a year. Right. Wow. Yep. Yeah. In less than a year. <laughs> when you know, you know. That's it. Yeah. Wow. So, so y'all met, you said in the Bronx, right? In the Bronx. Yeah. Oh, in wow. the Bronx. Interesting. And then I forgot to mention there are a couple that's under 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I threw so, that up there. I don't mind disclosing my age. I know women usually don't, but I'm 31 and Alex is 30. So we are, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're young people still. I consider us young people and, you know, like we, we said, we started our journeys early, you know, we got married at 21 and 22 and, um, within a year engaged, married, um, pregnant and, you know, and, and, and we bought our first, yeah, we bought our first first co-op and, you know, just kind of started. Y'all too fast tracking, man. You don't waste time. (laughs) <laughs> time waits for you two guys don't wait for time y'all y'all do your thing well we wait on god and That's sometimes right. it's you know sometimes it, it it can take you know a long time and sometimes he's just like now right yeah right. Okay, okay and that's important and you know whatever decision you're making just make Absolutely. sure he goes before it right yeah so let me ask what career backgrounds are you both um currently in okay so, so Alex is in recruiting in the army and I am in uh, the national guard as well. Um, reserve component in the chaplaincy corps. Now, if memory serves me right. You not technically, you actually do. You actually outrank your husband. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an officer and he is uh NCO. So, yeah. so yeah and memory serves me right alex you are an e8 in to be i am an e7 promotable you know yeah god's will and you know it'll happen on his time um right yeah this is my first year being eligible for promotion but again i'm happy i've been um really pleased with my military career so far i love the military and um i definitely feel like god has called me to be there and you know, success is manifested through that. You know, like my family having stability is manifested through that. Mm-hmm. Me becoming a U.S. citizen is manifested through that. You know, so I'm grateful for, again, just the time in the military and what it's done for me and my family so right. far. So, right. I think Alex is, you know, like his career, it's just one of those where kind of like our relationship is just kind of fast track, right? It's like to be... 30 years old and an E7 already. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> that man is high speed. <laughs> you could call it high speed, but, you know, it just kind of just, again, just ties to that word in the word <laughs> where it says like promotion comes from God, you right. know, and it is in his timing. Mm-hmm. Like he can just change things right. in a moment. Sure. Um, you know, what some people work 20 years to accomplish, he can make it happen mm-hmm. in in a year yeah yeah you know it's funny about um my relationship with alex and now i can call him alex because i'm out of the military so he <laughs> to me. um i met him well we reconnected when he was an e5 um i don't know if he was a fresh e5 at the time or maybe like you know kind of still getting your feet wet mm-hmm. as his e5 um but whenever i saw him i always called him the next rank up Right. And that was always my thing of not mess with them. Or I do it for a lot of, you know, people whom I know, but I always do that in efforts of speaking what I want into existence or speaking what you want to existence. Because to me, I look at the rank system, the enlisted rank, and even officer rank, if you will, but enlisted rank, your goal is to go for the next rank. Right. So if you're E5, E6, E7, and so on and so forth. Right. So it's funny because every time I, I always call him when he was, you know, regular sergeant, I say, what's up, staff sergeant? He's like, oh, you're out of control. Now he became staff sergeant. I said, what's up, sergeant first class? He said, you're out of control. Yeah. Now he's sergeant first class. I'm like, yo, what's up, master? You're out of control. But I'm speaking that manifestation because I know it's going to happen. And I'm just one of the biggest supporters and promoters of that for him. So 
That's you know, awesome. Appreciate it, my brother. Six, I appreciate it. You Thank can you. easily tell, you know, say, you know, aren't you supposed to talk to me at ease? I'm like, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. You're out of control, but I can't tell you. <laughs> well, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> so one last thing before we get into the content. Um, where are you guys, like, you know, what's your, your cultural background? Like, I'm curious. I mean, obviously we know, but, you know, we just got to say it for the podcast our platform. So, you know, where are you guys originally from? So Tash and I are both from Jamaica, uh, both from Kingston. Um, you know, our parents came here, you know, um, and fortunately we were able to come here for a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that opportunity, I think we took advantage of it. You know, mm-hmm. our parents worked really hard, sacrificed a lot so that we could have a door open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, we got the door open. We kicked it off the hinges. We're here. So be it. And we're, you know, God has definitely blessed us. So, so be it. Cool, cool, cool. So, I, we have, so we have a, a, a Kingston Connect here then because Kingston we have Connect. one, two, three, you know, St. Catherine. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, bad uh, people about the place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's claiming badness? Nobody. <laughs> but uh, people, I'm with you. <laughs> so you actually in badness. <laughs> so uh, thank you for sharing the light on that. So now I think we want to get into some more of the content, then, right? Yes. Uh, so what was the deciding factor for you both to solidify your relationship for the long term? I think for me, in meeting Tosh, I'd never met somebody that I felt worked as hard as I worked. Mm-hmm. And hard work for me, you know, comes in a few different forms. But Tosh was, she had three jobs and she was in college full time maintaining a 4.0. Now, again, that doesn't mean you're going to be a good wife. But what it said to me was, <laughs> here's somebody that's willing to work hard. A, it's something she's passionate about, which is schooling, getting her degree, and you know, what she's studying for but also willing to do the hard work to see those things come through. And if being married and having a healthy marriage is something she wants, I think she'd be willing to work as hard in that area. Mm -hmm. There was that. And she would cook and bring me food. And I thought that was very unique. I bring my mom's food. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not a lot of women, you know, were bringing food. I thought that was very special. And honestly, this is again, a little bit off the beaten path of what I think is normal, but there was something about her character and her personality that reassured me that in the event that I died, my kids would be okay. And again, I don't really know how to put a metric on that, right? Like, I don't know how to quantify how, you know, how to measure it, but there was something <laughs> yeah. spiritually about her that said to me that if I married this woman, you know, honored her and had children with her, I would have children that would be good, just good human beings that would make it. And again, very basic human survival. I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. something about that particular thing, Mm -hmm. that quality in her, really, um, it just kind of stuck with me. I really appreciated that about her, that she was diligent about things that she was passionate about. She worked very hard at them. And I figure, again, if I can do my part in working hard towards a marriage being successful and life being successful, she would work equally as hard and would be okay. Mm. Oh. I, I thought those, yeah, those things okay. really. It's not half one and half amazing. She's just incredible. But so what I'm hearing is that Alex fell in love with Tasha's character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes out there have good character. You never know. You find, you'll find yourself an Alex willing to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I hear him communicate things like that. I'm like, he's talking about me, but you know, it, it's it's good to have someone who can you know like see in you and just call out those things that even though you're feeling like you know I'm just doing day to day, man, they're seeing something completely different and could just say like you know I see something good in you mm-hmm. and you know I just. I'm so grateful to have that in like in my life partner. Mm. Um, (laughs) I think for me, like the solidifying thing was just there are a few, but specifically, I I just remember asking God for a sign. And, um, you know, like as our relationship as short as it was like during the dating was getting serious and, you know, um, marriage was um, you know, kind of being talked about because 
come as a person of faith, you know, it was just important for me to do it God's way. And, you know, I was just like, God, I've been married before. Um, I was a widow um, two years before we met, you know, and just the turbulence of being married even younger. I know, right? I'm 31 and now, but at the time of my first marriage, it was like 17 to 19. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being that young and in such a big shoe, being a wife in college, it was, it was very challenging. And so, you know, with my husband passing and just the trauma for the relationship, I was just like, really just pressing into God and asking him like, Hey, this time I don't want to do it on my own. Like, I want to make sure it's the one, like I need you to pick for me mm-hmm. because I know like when I picked, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it probably wasn't your will. Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted his will. So I was like, Hey God, um, this is the sign that I want. Like, and sure enough, like I asked God, I was like, I want him to bring me a green hat because, you know, I I went to a super religious church and you had to wear a hat um, to pray and stuff like that. So I was just like, God, I need him to give me a green hat if he's the one. And one day he just came to the apartment and he, he gave me his hat and he's just like, you know, I want you to keep this because it reminds me of this song in Jamaica, I think it's Sanchez. It says like, wherever I lay my hat or berries on one of them, um, wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. And I want you to know that I found a home in you. And um, to me, that was just like an answer to the sign that I was seeking God for. Mm. And so that really solidified it and gave me peace to say yes. Wow. Wow. Fellas, make sure you keep a green hat, right? (laughs) Hey, you want you want a fun fact about the green hat? You want a fun fact about the green hat? Tasha's wearing a green hat right now. Oh, my oh that's true, right? In the clutch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, obviously, if you're listening to this, you can't see it, but yes, yeah, she's wearing a green hat. <laughs> Um, Danny, you colorblind girl. <laughs> I know that was we, the hat. Oh, no, 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 it's not the hat. It's just the color. Oh, it's okay. Just, yeah. We have a wide variety of green hats at the Williams residence. Oh my goodness! But beautiful, beautiful story, and also like lean into your faith. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tap in. Yeah. And ask God for what you like. You know the good things. Mm-hmm. The things in your life, mm-hmm. and want and speak. For positive attraction. Yeah. Positive attraction. Right. I think that's really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to, to kind of allude to to Alex on what he was saying earlier, you know, I, like you said, Danny, um, you know, he fell in love with 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 Tasha's character and for those that imply a character, right? <laughs> and I appreciate that because, you know, character is what really matters when everything else isn't involved or everything else isn't there, right? If there's no money and all you have is character, that's what matters versus when you have the money, it's like, how is it, how is their character? So I can appreciate you loving the character, liking to loving the character along the way. And Tosh is like Danny said, you know, not half woman, half amazing, incredible. Can I say something to that too? Um, So if we're being honest, right. uh, How somebody physically looks plays a large part in our decision, you know, to be with them. Yeah. Yeah, You can say, you can say whatever you want about that, but it is true, right? <laughs> but if we're just doing math, and I'm not a geeky person, but math matters to me, right? Mm-hmm. How much time are we spending being intimate and in the bedroom versus how much time are we spending around each other where your character plays so much more of an important role, right? What happens in the bedroom has nothing to do with the raising of my children, right? has nothing to do with you know, like your work ethic and going outside of this house and, you know, again, re- representing our family or being an ambassador for our family, right? An ambassador for our church, an ambassador for Christ. Like none of those things have to do with your, you know, your qualities in the bedroom or as much how you look has so much more to do with your character. Right. And I guess and, that kind of speaks to like your values though, right? Mm-hmm. Like you particularly value that and, you know, it, it would be good to to see like every 21 year old man like value like the the they don't have children yet right because we right. didn't have children yet but could imagine like you know i'm i value a wife that will take care of my children that we don't have yet mm, <laughs> over right. you know like 
I want when I walk on the street, like everybody's looking at you, right. right? Because I just, I can remember, you know, just even seeing pictures of like girls that he had dated and I would just feel so self-conscious, um, because you know like when we had like when we met (laughs) i think so i think so you got me out these streets and Mm -hmm. and, you know like i just remember like even being a part of that very religious church where you know we are only allowed to wear skirts and and you know like i would wear the skirts down to my my ankles like rasta man would like try to Oh my gosh. Right. Like that was, you know, what was that was my look. That was the image that I had. But it was interesting. And just looking at the pictures of his ex-girlfriend, they're all like in pants and they're shapely and they're just, you know, long mm-hmm. hair, you know, and I'm just like, I can't even perm my hair. Wow. And you know, to just see that he could see something else within me. And you know, I just always thank God. And I think I just encourage every woman that is listening, um, you know, to just value who you are and and refine that because right. I think the right person, the one is going to see that in you and um that should outshine anything that is you know like physical right and tasha's yeah. gorgeous for the record like i don't want this to be misconstrued <laughs> my wife is beautiful and shapely <laughs> just, just so we, we're clear so right. so, so basically yeah. <laughs> also um i like that message Tosh, for women out there like yes you can be a baddie which is great we all want to be baddies, right? Mm-hmm. But also work on your inner self. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. guess what? If you keep complaining, like, oh my gosh, why this man don't want to marry me? Look how gorgeous I am. Look how my body is amazing. Yeah. Because your character is ugly. So clean it up. <laughs> right? Get your faith in order. And you will attract the right man for you. And, right. and like I caught too, right? Tosh says she wore these long skirts that come all the way down to her ankle. <laughs> Probably had Bobby socks under it put on too. Listen, if you out there and you find your man, you look like that. He's the one, right? <laughs> I'm not saying no shape or nothing. So he just he's like, yo, that's the one. So. Unless it's the rest of man, you know, wheel you into. You know, there was one other fun fact I forgot to mention about this couple. Um, when you know, outside of Alex being my, you know, my army recruiter and Tosh being like an amazing um support for the end especially my times away uh because I was away it felt like a year but it was only like six months <laughs> but it felt like a year um a lot of people don't know but Alex was one of the like more influential forces or factors that encouraged us to get married at 21 and 21 and 21 yes mm-hmm. we were for 21 at the time mm-hmm. um he was like hey you know military he's like hey Johnson you know you plan on being with Danny long term? Yeah. So, you know, you're in the military, might as well get married. I said, I, you know, so we, we kind of, that was one of the, you, you know. You know, we got married before you went off to, to basic training. Right. Yeah. Right. Yanni looks so beautiful on her wedding day. Just so simple and vintage <laughs> and just, so you know, <laughs> it's just beautiful. I, and then, I was born on budget and <laughs> Minutes, so like, okay. We'll do a thing. And then Kemar gave like the most beautiful speech in the house. Oh like, God. do you remember that? I do. I do. Oh my I God, I was there. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. Don't even renew our vows. It's gonna be five star. <laughs> Not in the living room, you know. It's gonna be you know five star. But again, we was twenty one at the time, and um, we thought about you know the end in mind right yeah like we're getting married right now like yes the piece of paper and so but like we're thinking about the the matrimony the togetherness of us you know being together long term so we didn't really care about the ceremony which yeah. a lot of and people that's do. A plus for everyone else like you don't have to spend all this excessive money to, yeah. gratification. to have this amazing wedding when it's not about the wedding it's about you and your significant other yeah and that's mm-hmm. what's most important so don't break the bank to have this beautiful wedding and then you're in debt later and you're still paying off debt and you and you guys are five years married like come on right. now. Yep. you can make it simple and cheap do it that way right you know if you have the money ask others to help you with the um with their other funds and mm-hmm. make it happen as well <laughs> yeah. yes. just, 
do it in a proper financial way. Right. When you have your wedding ceremony and getting married and everything, just do it in a proper financial way. Don't start your nuptials in debt. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, we're married. Oh my gosh, we're hundred thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> and the finances is just like one of the biggest reasons for a divorce. Exactly. So you just you oh, know, yeah. you want to start off the marriage and what it's really about. Okay, uh, so I'll say this just to the gentlemen out there, right? This is my, don't sign up for this if you're not ready, what I'm about to say. So my philosophy is this. When I look at and I think about, well, at the time anyway, I looked at taking a wife or I thought about taking a wife. My idea was if she never, ever wants to work again, am I okay with that? And should she have to work again? Am I okay with that today? And if your answer is yes, then I'm not saying 100% this is what you should do. I'm just saying like it crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. It definitely was something I thought about. I thought about if she never wants to work again, if she wants to stay home with the kids, if she does want to work, you know, how do I feel about it? And if you're not fully prepared to take care of another human being and fully prepared to take care of additional human beings that come with that human being, you know, you should really spend time and be a little bit more strategic in your decision-making process. Right. Because that definitely was a real thing for me. Um, I love, right. That my wife has the option to work if she wants to work or not work if she doesn't want to work. And I know that's not everybody's reality, Mm -hmm. right. Not everybody from a financial perspective, perspective, just from um, how your life is set up perspective. I know, but again, Consider. Making, yeah, consider consider those things. I think they're very valuable things in the decision making process to wed, especially if you're young. Right. And close. Right, right. right. Can you clap for that? Sense. So guess what? Conversate. Converse. Converse. Yeah. Conversate. <laughs> Converse. Communicate. Comprehend. <laughs> listen. All these things because you gotta have these hard conversations because you don't want to be sideswiped like oh you don't want to work because we're married now because you believe mm-hmm. i'm going to take care of you oh okay and then you're in debt again remember have these conversations you know who you're getting married to or you feel like bamboozled like exactly. you lied to me violated like i thought ex- we were gonna be Listen, violated expectations are right. re- violated expectations are a very real thing remember tasha asking my credit score I mean, I was, <laughs> I was 700 on the bump, but it, you know, it was a real question because yeah. that was also a thing for her, mm-hmm. right? It was, if we're looking to build a life together, what, what are the things that we're building it with, right? right. Like, are we using bricks? Are we using mud slab? Like, what are we, what are we building with? And so again, you have to have those in-depth conversations. What is your credit score? What is your short-term goal? What, what do you think about God? Right. What do you think about Jesus? Like, what church do you go to? All of those things matter. Do you want to have kids? You know, I don't want to have kids. Right. Um, at the time when we got married, we didn't think we could have kids. Yeah. Right. Literally, because again, Tosh was previously married. Right. Um, unfortunately, the young, well, pause. Uh, he passed away. Right. <laughs> but she's my wife now. But, you know, he passed away. <laughs> Um, but again, in, in being married for two years, you know, obviously they tried and it didn't work. So we didn't know what that was, you know, like why that was. And so again, in getting married, one of the conversations we had and it, as again, as much as I'm saying to you, I thought marrying someone like Tosh, God forbid, you know, something ever happens to me, our kids would be okay. Yeah. That went through my mind simultaneously while understanding she can't have kids. Right. Like we went into our marriage fully understanding that we may not be able to have kids. And lo and behold, lo and behold, you know, honeymoon day, surprise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but that's a conversation we had to have and we had to iron those details out and you know, maybe adoption, whatever options are out there, but you definitely gotta have these conversations. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. So basically what I'm hearing is. Alex ready up the peanut punch and a strong back. Man say, yo, man, now I bust a blank. Well, <laughs> I heard that too. I heard that too. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Guess what? You know, God blesses us with certain things at the right time. That's mm-hmm. right. Because who knows? Timing, yeah, timing. How that would have been if she had a child then and then also losing her 
previous significant mm-hmm. other at the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, that would have been just too much. It would have been harder, yeah. Yeah, it would have been harder. So mm-hmm. God, I tell you, man, God prepares us for a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Really crazy, man. I think this now rolls into our our um you know, because that was a good first answer, because, you know, obviously we expanded into that. Um, it rolls into this next one. You know, we know this, but, you know, what would you say, and it's probably even more, what would you say you've accomplished together as a couple? Accomplished together as a couple? I want to say our greatest accomplishment. To me, our greatest accomplishment is our commitment to each other in Christ. I think that's really significant, more than anything else that we do. Um, we're continuing to grow and work on that relationship, but I think it's a very important one, the most important one. Uh, secondly, and again, people could feel differently about it. Um, our accomplishment of just having a, a healthy marriage is really important. Right. And thirdly, you know, the accomplishment of our children, like our children mean the world to us, yeah. um, adore them. We love them. Oh my God to death. Um, but all of those things in our eyes are accomplishment, the right. accomplishment of acquiring faith and having a relationship with Christ, the accomplishment of having a marriage, especially when I think divorce rates like 50%, mm-hmm. right? All, all of the odds would tell you people that need to get married in less than a year. That's not a real thing. But here we are almost a decade later and happy and healthy and, you know, love each other. Mm-hmm. And we have our beautiful children again, happy and healthy, and we love them. So right. I think though, for me, I think those three things in that order for me are our major accomplishments. And then I think, you know, just like all of the other little things that we have just been blessed with, um, we've just been great additions along the way, you know, like our home and, um, and, and other things like mm-hmm. the material things, right. That makes life easier. Yeah. We've definitely um, set goals and hit them. You know, and I think that's really cool those things you know those are good additions but i'd always tell alex like you know whenever you know like those times come where you know we're just not seeing eye to eye like i need you to be okay i need us to be okay um the job like all of that which is again you know we have been such good support um for each other professionally um, with me, like I've been a full-time student, like probably our entire marriage, wow. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going on like my third master's and it's like, when are you going to work? <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go to more school, more school, more school, right? But anyway, it's another story. Um, but he's just been a great support through that. And, you know, just watching God just promote him in, you know, his military career. Um, I have to just, you know, take a step back and say, well, my job is to stay home and make sure the kids are okay because I see that you can't do that right now. And I have to pour into them um, in that way. But, you know, just like the additions, um, it's well, just, it, yeah, if we're talking we're, about, we're grateful for those things. Like we're grateful for um, the additions. If we're talking about tangible things, so, right. We take a step back and we look at, you know, we got married and we moved into our first, um, we moved into our co-op together, right? As the first piece of anything, either one of us had owned. Like Mm -hmm. at that point, that might've been my first bed that I owned ever. (laughs) Like my first bed that it's just me that sleeps, you know, like, of course me and my wife, but you understand what I mean? Like that it's not a shared bed with a cousin or a brother or just, you know, and then to move from that or rather to see just again, how much we accomplished in grinding it out in a one bedroom co-op and just saving, right? Mm. Bed in there, crib in there, futon in there. Cause we got two babies in a one bedroom <laughs> apartment, but we're figuring it out. Right. And then to expand from that. And now we own, essentially we own four doors, right. Which is to say like, you know, we have three investment properties and we live in our home here and all in, in 10 years, right. And all that we've, all things that we've worked diligently towards, like things that we've prayed about, things that we've put plans in place for like yearly, like month, excuse me, daily goals, monthly goals, you know, annual goals, so on and so forth. And to see them manifest, you know, and I can't take any credit. Oh, I go to work primarily. Therefore it's about the money I bring. No, I can't go to work and have a peace of mind. Right. And I'm not the best. I think I'm good now. Back in the day, I was not the best with the checkbooks, right? But again, that's where Tasha's experience in being married before and being able to manage a checkbook, right? Like all of those things were extremely, extremely relevant right. um, in the foundation or in the, the, the 
the genesis portion of our relationship. So again, all of those values, learning how to save and so on and so forth, has but we've had a lot of accomplishment through those through again if we're talking about tangibles right? and here is saying that it's not about those like right. uh, i yeah. think really yeah. where i wanted to go with my thought and and you know i had lost my train of thought for a second but it was just like you know i would always tell him as we're going through our stuff it's like you as long as we're okay we're fine like right. at the end of the day you mm -hmm. can work at mcdonald's like it, it to me like um my love for my husband my um like pride in who he is as a man and our relationship it's not about a particular um income or a thing we could live under live in a cardboard box you work in mcdonald's and as long as we're okay mm -hmm. um I think we'll be fine. Right. Um, so just the, the stability of our relationship is our greatest accomplishment. Um, our relationship as spouses and parents. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's very amazing. This is a powerful. That's on the other, you know, tangent thing. They're, they're <laughs> nice too. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. is just the relationship as a whole. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and just how far you both come. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. This is a powerful couple, man, or a powerful <laughs> couple, man. These yeah. guys are That's what we were great. Amazing accomplishments. Yeah, just our stability because yeah, we've been through a lot together. Just like you know, you guys, we got well. I mean, obviously, we got married. You know, relative the same age. Yeah. So many, you know, darts. So many hills. So many valleys. You yeah. know, yeah. who's going around the gully? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, have and you then, just service announcement this doesn't mean for you to get married at 21 oh yeah, <laughs> yeah your story our story is way different be sure yeah. you're ready for marriage as a whole yeah mm -hmm. your um your some spiritual guidance get some counseling and things be sure you've been ready for because yeah no i totally forgot to ask you i mean where do you guys currently reside now? You said house here. Like, where do you guys reside? We live in Monroe, Connecticut. <laughs> we live in Monroe, Connecticut. Monroe, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. It's about an hour away from New York City. Mm -hmm. Must be cold up there. <laughs> it's the same, about the same temperature as New York City. I mean, we're all in New England, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're surrounded by trees, so the wind chill is, you know, is real. But it's about... Yeah, yeah, maybe but, two degrees less. <laughs> yeah, but we love it up here, man. And again, quality of education for the children, quality of life for the children. I mean, you can like, we can wake up. I have a video of Gracie sleeping in the hammock outside. Can't put a price on that. Mm. She just opens the door on her own, goes outside, goes in the hammock, goes to sleep. Mm. Right? <laughs> love seeing stuff like that. You so, know what, Danny? I, I think truly because I'm hearing this, we should visit them. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get a few of these windshields. Oh, <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> and so you're there. You gotta come. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Uh, so we would like to hear an appreciation moment from the both of you. Mm -hmm. To just tell, um, tell. I want um Alex for you to tell Tosh something. Me first, darling. <laughs> Something about her that really amazes you that you don't she doesn't get to hear a lot. Actually make it two things. Yeah, oh, two things. Yeah. Okay, two and things. And for Tosh, she did the same as well. Okay. Two things. If I have to go two things, I think one of the things uh, we are called to do as Christians is, you know, to inspire others to Christ, right? To lead others to Christ, right? And I think that your light in particular, you are so exceptionally good at communicating God's, excuse me, let me try to, it's close to the mic. Um, <laughs> you're exceptionally good at communicating truth and communicating sincerity where your love and your understanding and your relationship with God speaks to others in a way that, you know, I think does help to lead them to the Lord. Um, there's things that you could do for me in this world. Um, but serving me is secondary to serving God. And I think you serve God well. Mm -hmm. And so I respect that about you. I appreciate that about you. I think I say that, but if I don't, I want you to hear it now that I think that is 
the most important thing you do. Thank you. And I love that about you. Secondly, because I think I come a very close second. Um, I think it's your, you know, like your duties or your ability as a wife and as a partner in our relationship, in our life. Um, you shoulder a lot for our family. You broker a lot for our family. Um, you are the glue within our family that holds us together. Um, I think we love each other, meaning, you know, our whole family. But again, there's a foundational love that I think you allow to permeate through the house, through, again, the way that we think and the way we see each other. Uh, you're very good at turning our focus on the right things about one another, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm frustrated with Logan, this is my son, he's seven, he's out of control sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, like her ability to allow me to see the good in him in a moment that, you know, I may have lost my temper, I may not be seeing him in the best light. Her ability to keep me focused on the positive in him, I think, again, is extremely exceptional and i love and appreciate that about you thank you <laughs> so look my my husband's a recruiter he he talks for a living so he's really good at it <laughs> and i would say that i could write a lot better than i can speak and so um i i didn't script so um i'll just say that like you're just I just appreciate just God putting you know him in my life and um I couldn't ask for a better spouse and I don't want to just say cliche things in this moment but I think you just you know you just you you meet all of my cliches like you know I, I feel like just growing up as um a child who did not have a father present. Um, I never met my dad. Um, I had a lot of unmet, unrealistic and unmet expectation towards man, men. And I think a lot of that, you know, um, came, became evident through my first marriage. And, you know, just in, in meeting Alex, like I just learned so much about you know and god of course you know just showed me and that there's just too much that i was putting that i put on the expectation of a husband and of a man and alex had just been so gracious like these last nine years with shouldering some of those expectations and also showing me that you know they're not real and it's okay to you know um it's okay to 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 get from him like what it is that i need um but still just know that he he can't do it all like he just made i guess i what i'm saying the loss for words but he had made my understanding of who a man should be more real um and therefore you know i can better raise my son mm -hmm. um i can better show him what it means to be a godly husband and um someone who knows how to love a woman right without him being like the prince of the fairy tales mm. um because i I feel like when you grow up without like a good understanding of what a man is, your your expectations become what you read in fairy tales. And it can be such a detriment to a healthy relationship. And where Alex could have just thrown in the towel, he, again, he just showed so much grace in allowing me to see that one, he's not perfect you know, um, and, but he still loved me enough to continue to try and work with me through, um, a lot of my brokenness. Mm. And, you know, like I appreciate so much our life together because it has brought so much healing, um, to me as a woman, as a mom. Um, and I really appreciate that. And second thing, I just appreciate how hard you work for our family. Um, he really is like, I know he said I work hard, but at least I feel like I'm, I've been on like a nine year sabbatical since I met him, <laughs> <laughs> right? I got pregnant and then it's just, you know, I've just been home and doing school and, and raising the children, which is a job itself, but mm -hmm. 
he has shouldered everything. There has not been a moment where we've had to have the conversation. Well, you know, I feel like you need to stop being lazy and go to work. You know, like I need help. You know, we've had, he's rather come to me and say, I think I need to get a second job. And I'm like, no, 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 no. How could I help? And he's just like, you continue to do what you're doing, the most important work, which is taking care, raising our children. And, you know, like, I really appreciate that. And so he'll spend time finding creative ways to to generate the income that we need to take care of our family. So truly, he is the hardest working person that I've met. And he do it without any kind of... um, a desire for recognition or praise. Um, he's he has such a humble spirit about him sometimes, and I just I just appreciate you for all of those things. Wow. What did I say earlier? Talk really gets into no no no. no. <laughs> listen listen listen, ladies, was... ladies and gentlemen, our gentlemen. Podcast done. It's done. Tosh talks, right? This is done. I'm just like. Yes, when Tosh talk, no dog bark. She's hilarious. But it's just, you know, amazing just to see the dynamics between you both, uh, witnessing it, um, you know, first person, third person, or whatever person. Like, it's just so grateful to see it because it's real, right? Uh, we always feel it with you guys. Y'all, it, it just really come together. I'm trying to come up with an analogy for the love of God, but I cannot do it. And maybe it's just because how taken aback I am about you guys. Um, it's just such a respectful way. Like, I, y'all, y- y'all it. Y'all just it. You know what I mean? The y'all just it. <laughs> Jesus alone is it. I second that motion. I second that motion. So what we'd like to know as well, when it comes to marriage, right? Marriage has its ups and downs. Of course. Some marriages go through major hardships, right? So what would you say, like through going through different hardships in a marriage, what would make you want to continue in your marriage? Like, mm. or even based on different hardships you went through in like the nine years of being in marriage. Mm. Right. Okay. So this is where go Yeah. So I I'd say just I call them like markers um it just remember the 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 things like the sign and you know we've had we've had real hardships like we had been close to a divorce we you know um we just experienced some very hard things um along the way and a lot of the things that keep kept me you know just assured it was just like god you 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 told me that it was him like mm. you know you've confirmed it therefore you know i have to kind of you know just stick it out and just also just remembering that his the 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 good things about him really do outweigh the things that um are frustrating um the experience of it being my second time of marriage, just knowing that you get a different partner, it's not necessarily going to become easier. It's just mm. a different challenge, mm. you know, it's just a different fight. It looks like, and sometimes you can experience some of the same fight, right? Some of the fights that I had, or um, some of the arguments that we had in the beginning, the very beginning were very similar to the first pattern. Or even if you're, you've never been married, you can look at your relationship and you can see trends. Um, but a lot of the trends have to do with you personally. And I think that's very important to be able to, you know, look within yourself. Um, and I would say that's another thing that gets you through those, those challenges to be able to be reflective on you. Um, I had a lot of insecurities. I had a lot of brokenness. I had a lot of daddy issues. And so all of those created some of the problems and the unrealistic expectation, the violated expectations I had towards him as um, the man of my life. Mm. And, you know, I just feel like God helped so much with that. And, um, you know, just kind of showing me that I need 
healing first for myself. Um, and once like that healing, you know, kind of works out or, you know, I, I don't like overlook it, but just kind of um, address it those things like meet mm -hmm. those demons and, 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 and expose them, then I can um, move beyond that. And we could move beyond that to continue. Mm -hmm. um, and I just say, like, just know that anything that you're going to experience in life, is going to have um, tension and just knowing that one, the tension don't last and you have to just kind of push through those hardships sometimes I mean, unless you're in danger, you know, that you need to leave. But if it's just uh, we're disagreeing, we don't meet eye to eye, we're not communicating well, um, be willing to just invest in, in making it better. And that investment, it could be time and counseling and prayer and, you know, a lot so of communicating, like having real long form conversations. <clears throat> having real long form conversations that aren't just, I know there was a phase that we went through where we were just having, Tosh would call it like, uh, I think it's like in passing conversations. Mm -hmm. Like we were just having like these 30 second conversations, like in the morning as I'm leaving a few seconds or a few minutes when I came home and a few seconds right before bed. And we just found that we weren't, what I would say is wasting time with each other. Just having, just using time for something that's not, planned just right. sitting down and talking and having a conversation and just enjoying each other right, right. i think all those things are important mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and to, to the question i would say you know i think um biblically stated uh we are a three-strand cord right and i think sometimes i know for me in the beginning and and even now sometimes right i lose sight of the fact that like I am to be obedient to God first, right? Like I prayed, I asked for my confirmation where, you know, like marrying Tosh was concerned and God gave me a confirmation and God didn't give me a confirmation to leave. Mm. Right? Like that's a real thing Message. too, Message. right? Like when it was time to get married and I'm feeling good and everybody's all happy, like the confirmation was there to get married. And if the confirmation is not there to leave, I'm not leaving, right? right. Right. Like she's short of stabbing me. Um, she's not getting me to leave. Right. Mm. Meaning again, saying that to say, you know, if I'm in a, some type of physical danger, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I'm not leaving because that's not what God told me to do. Right. right. Um, so there's what I want, what she wants, what God wants. And I know that God hates divorce. Mm. Right. I know that it. I love her. I know that she loves me. And a lot of times what I have to remember, and again, a lot of this is in the beginning. What I had to remember is in a moment where she's not being her best self or her best self, like I can't, I can't encapsulate her in that moment and say, that's who she is. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do that, then I have to do the, ex the exact extreme on the opposite end, right. which is, oh, she's always perfect. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, we have this tendency to say, oh, she's amazing. He's amazing. All we see is the positive they do. And then somewhere in the middle of the relationship, it's all I could see is the bad that they do. Yeah. And that's not real. Like it's, it's, it's a valid expectation on both ends, right? right? No one's perfect and no one's all bad, right? right? Yeah. In the moment that she's not being her best self, I remember, you know, the good of what she does. And in the moment that she's doing really well, I try to save those memories, right? I try to remember that she's a reasonable person. And again, when she's not being her best self on this day or in this moment, don't use that to hold her as she's this particular person forever. You right. see what I'm saying? So A, between God and B, between having, I think, a realistic expectation of your partner. When things start to go, when things start to go bad, I try to think of what I can do. How can I be better? Right? It's for Tosh to work on Tosh. But it's not like I'm not able to work on Tosh. Only Tosh can. But I can work on Alex. So whenever things are going rough, I go into my little cubicle and I think of what can I do to improve? Mm -hmm. What did I do wrong in this particular situation? Right. Was I intentionally agitating towards her? Was I unnecessarily aggressive towards her? Was I, you know, um, rude and just ignoring her? Could I have done this particular thing better? And I think of what I can fix in the equation. 
And a healthy marriage should look like Tasha's in her corner and she's working on those same exact things. Right. And if we're both striving to be better, it's almost like a pyramid. Like we're starting at the base and we're both working towards that, you know, center point at the top. Mm. If God is at the top and we're both working towards that and working towards bettering ourselves. I love the, um, the, the scripture that you alluded to. Um, it's Ecclesiastes nine, where it says a three stranded cord is not easily broken. And, you know, leading up to that verse, um, it talks about two is better than one, right? Two can keep each other warm. Right. Like two, it gives like three different um, examples of how two things are better than one. Right. And in a very good way, I think in marriage, two people, you know, it's better to do life with a spouse, with a partner. And, you know, you're better together, truly. Um, but you come, Even there more. comes points in the relationship the hardships, right? Where a three-stranded cord, he said, but a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. And where you need, like, you need an anchor that holds more weight than just, you know, the, he's a good person and, you know, my feelings, right? You need God. You need to remember that, God has placed this person in my life. Um, and it is my responsibility to just, you know, when I don't know what to do, um, to, to go to that, that cord and, you know, just say, Lord, if I had left you out, um, can you, can you put us back together? Can you, can you keep us together? Cause I think the, as human beings, two different human beings, two different genders, two different, everything, mine, um, it's very hard um, to do the one thing, but I think God, he really does a good job at allowing us to be selfless towards each other that we can put the other first. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, when they have you yeah, at a so loss it's of words. Said, Don't fold so easily when hardships come in your marriage or your if you want to be married, you need to be married. But it all those things folding, it all depends on the situation. Of course, if you are in danger, run. Get out of there. Get out of there, you save yourself. <laughs> right? But if you're not in danger and it's just a simple matter of he or she's doing things a certain type of way, you don't like it and it irritates you, yeah. have a conversation. Truly, yeah. You know? And if you need someone that's unbiased that can mitigate that said conversation, do that as well. Yeah. Because maybe you're looking at it in a negative light and he's doing it the right way, actually. Right. Might I add, like, just finally, um, Education is very important, right? Um, just like with anything else, if you want to become a doctor, you go and you get educated on it because you want to be good. Um, I think in the same way, you invest um, you invest time in learning on how to develop a better relationship. Buy books, read, speak to people who have, you know, gone through the other side, yep. you know? Not, you know, like your friend who's just like still in that honeymoon phase, but one that you have, you know, seen, gone through it and then come back, um, you know, um, lean into that counseling, therapy, whatever it is that you need, invest, right. invest and, into the relationship. And if I'm a wise person where the military is concerned, it does make me a wise person where real estate is concerned. So if you know somebody and they're a smart person, they're a good person, they have sound advice. If they are not, this is just my opinion, if they are not a married person navigating the waters that you're trying to navigate, that's not to take away from their competence or their intelligence or their logic, right? And saying something wise or something smart. But what I need is practical. Mm -hmm. Where did you lay the board down for the foundation? Like, like take me there in and marriage. show me yeah, in marriage, right? Show me where you laid the foundation for like, for this house. Walk me through it step by step, not in theory. Show right. me. Find somebody who has navigated the waters of where you're trying to go and speak to them. True, true. I, I, I mean, that, that's such a, a plausible point because you think about it. If you're getting advice from somebody who, you know, using a foundation example, if you're getting advice from somebody 
who doesn't come from a married background and say, all right, tell me about the, the foundation of a marriage. They're going to tell you the foundation starts with, for example purposes, zinc, right? Right. Versus how do you really build a foundation, right? You need cement, you need bricks, you need actual right. stuff that would hold. Not, right. oh, if, uh, you know, some strong wind comes, it blows down, yeah. right? So I can just truly appreciate where you guys are coming from. And I thought of my analogy of you guys. So <laughs> but I just really feel that the bond and tightness between you guys. And I think of it like, um, like a, you know, like a, a bottle, right? Uh, when I say a bottle, think of like, you know, I guess a soda bottle or so, right? You have the cap where if you, it's sealed, right? Obviously you have to open it, you know, cause you guys let each other in. But if the, if you put the bottle cap on the groove incorrectly, it's not going to close properly, right. which causes sure. an issue. And then you'll have issues that would leak out, which is let's say liquid. Mm-hmm. Or if you close it too tight, then you're bottling everything up. Right. right? But with you guys, their bottle or your cap is closed securely on where nothing is getting in, nothing is getting out, and you just keep it in the bottle. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my analogy. That's Kimar's analogy for you. <laughs> <laughs> and also remember, with good judgment, it comes from experience. And experience comes from bad judgment. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know what? The Williams family, Williams and kids, um, <laughs> I have a lot of words but I don't because I'm just, you know, thankful you guys just jumped on the podcast um, and came and, and gave us, you know, such valid points. And now we have a new nickname or a new pet name for Tosh, Tosh Talks. I'm done. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, really appreciate you guys coming on, sharing some wisdom. You know, you're getting a young married couple, but they're giving you not elderly, but they give you like a seasoned married couple's advice, right? So they give you the impression that they're 20, 30 years married and they're just nine, 10 years married almost, right? Um, so we look up to them. They're like, you know, a married couple we're running with. We're trying to catch up to them, which is virtually impossible because every time they reach a new number, we are never yeah. going to reach, you know, you know? What I want to do is to, 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 to wind this down and bring this plane in for a landing. Um, you guys kind of already hit it, but outside of those points, just one point each, you know, what is one solid tip that you can give a married person or even maybe a single person listening to this podcast in efforts to them having a, a beautiful, fruitful marriage and relationship. And we will start with Alex. We want to end it with Tosh. Um, I don't want it to sound cliche. I I really don't, but you, you have to just keep Jesus first. Like it's not, I can't put all my hopes on Tosh. I can't put all my desires on Tosh. It's not fair to ask her to shoulder all the expectations I've had in all the movies I've seen and all the people that it's just, it's unrealistic. <laughs> right. And it, yeah, it's just not fair to her, but Seek to work on yourself, right? My job is not to fix Tosh. My job is to fix myself. My, t- my job is not to, like, I can make Tosh better by virtue of, you know, like encouraging her and being there for her and loving her, but I need to fix Alex. Every time Alex does something wrong, that's what I got to work on. That's what I got to fix, right? right? I can't go into Tosh's body and fix her. I don't have a remote control to, you know, control her and tell her what to do, <laughs> nor does she for me, Right. She's not going to be able to control me. I'm not going to be able to control her. What I can control is my actions. I can control myself. I can control my behavior and I can work on improving those. So whenever she's ready, you know, to encounter, to, to, um, excuse me, to engage with me, you know, to, to uh, communicate with me, I'm open. Mm-hmm. Make yourself better. Um, and again, see God first. So since my husband gave two, I guess I'll just give two. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad, <Joe. laughs> Oh boy. Um, I just really encourage um, all of you in relationships and in marriages to just have grace for each other. And that simply means like, don't take it personal all the time. Um, Remember that the person, your partner, the one that you looked in the eyes madly in love and said, I do too. Um, He means you well. She means you well at the end of the day. Um, 
And, you know, if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, that person is not there to harm you, to hurt you. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of the sting out of the offense that we take sometimes mm. when, you know, we, we just make it personal. Like you said that to me, how dare you, you didn't do that. You didn't come through in this way. You let me down. You disappointed me. Oh no, have grace and just, you know, don't take it personal. Um, and my husband said it so well, like, you know, um, yes, we are a faith-based couple and I know all of the listeners are not, but I really encourage you if you are planning to do life relationally, right. Um, you have to get in alignment with your creator and he is a relational God. Um, you know, he's a, a God that is three in one. He's father, son, and Holy spirit. He created us, um, because he desired relationship. And when he made the man, you know, he said, it's not good for them to be alone. And so he was going to make the woman as his helper, as his compliment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we really have to kind of get in tune with the, the, the manufacturers, man, the, the manufacture of, of our souls, you know, and um, because he is the creator, the best way to understand your spouse, the one is to go to the one who created her or mm -hmm. him. And so, you know, try to develop a relationship with your God. It will help you to have a more fruitful um, relationship with with your spouse. Right. Um, and I think, you know, that that's 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 my humble advice. Hey, to all of take you. it, you know, Tosh Talks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both so much. Right. Thank you. Just making us think deeper. Thank you, know, you for having us. Into our appreciate that. It was so, unequivocally great, right? all right so you know again we just definitely appreciate you guys coming through um passing by jumping on the podcast chatting with us uh, we truly appreciate it. we don't take it lightly so thank you again i'm very repetitive with my thank yous but that's just how appreciative i am thank you so just thank you again right Danny? yes thank you again See? <laughs> <laughs> but i think um you know we're gonna go ahead and, and close up shop then yes so wherever you are in the world have a great day a great evening a great night and stay blessed <laughs>